fresh episode of the Fundamental Podcast with your host, Brandon. This is Jessica. And today we got some things we want to talk about. Per usual. Yeah, <laughs> per usual. <laughs> um, we'll have our segments again today because we did not have them on the last two episodes because we were talking about politics and how trash they are. But, um, yeah, you know. We we're we're back. You got we back to your regularly scheduled program. Yes, yes. I'll have my I can't stand you, and Jessica will have her. What is she listening to? But a few things we want to go over today. Um. So versus. Listen, I relived all of my youth. Versus, in case yes. y'all missed it, I don't know how y'all missed it, but if you did, it was this past Monday. Yes, and 1.2 million, I think, was the highest it got to. Well, that's the highest number I saw. Yeah, well, this I think this is the first time that I have seen, like, on Instagram Live, um, a million people plus that stayed throughout the whole thing. That, and I think because of Versus, Instagram had to redo their infrastructure because it yeah. wasn't handling the right. numbers. Yeah, you know I mean, because what they because what they're not realizing is that it's, it's bringing in it's bringing them money. So crap ton. Yeah. So I mean, why not just have the, let them do what they do? It's bringing you money because you got a whole lot of people on it at one time. Um, it's bringing the artist money because people are going back and listening to their catalogs again and everything. So I yes, I just why not? I loved it. I did too. And everything that it was. I know people talking about how there was still a little animosity and stuff between them, but they had had the talk of whatever it was they was trying to squash the day just of. before right. the verses. So I wasn't expecting like uh, sunshine, raindrops, and all of that. I was expecting what I got, which was good music and mm-hmm. some little. It was still some. Sack. It was still some good vibes, but you know there was plenty of shade. Lit, there, there was lots of shade. Plenty However, of shade, I will say this: Monica is like my type of chick because she's a straight shooter, like me. Mm-hmm. She's gonna tell. She she handled herself with class. She did. When she said this, um, Missy is the main reason we got this together. That was her warning to like, okay, chick, keep on. Yeah. But as far as like the music, there, there to me, there was no, these battles haven't quote unquote been battles. It's been more like a celebration of the artistry. And that's what it should be. Because these, both of these chicks grew up in front of us in the 90s. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not too far behind them in age. So I was with them on the journey. And I just knew when I was a kid that I was going to be like, Brandy or Mon- not Monica because she sound like a full grown woman at like 12. And the, the songs that she recorded at 12. But I did sing one of Monica's songs in my very first talent show. That's when my family was like, oh, she sings. I don't know why I did it, but that's when everybody's like, oh, let me go on and invest some cash into you a little bit. This might be a thing. Right. <laughs> But yeah, I I um I enjoyed it. I think I said from when it was announced that I thought it would be even, even though you know it, 
with the word battle thrown into it, of course, you got people that pick sides of who their favorite artist is, which is fine. But at the same time, if you really think about their longevity and their catalog of music, I felt that it would be even all the way through, which to me it was. I don't yeah. think there was any, like if somebody did win, it wasn't that that far of a stretch between the two. Um, I love them both, but Monica's got more ratchet vibes. She does. And I'm here for it. She does. Especially when she came out, came back with uh, Every Time a Beat Drop. I've really, I haven't heard that since like high school. Listen. The number of like you you saw me <laughs> throwing it back. He wasn't ready. I was like, "Oh, here we go." But um, I I enjoyed it. I I knew um, I knew Brandy had hits. Of course, we knew Monica had hits, but Brandy had hits because they came out around the same time. So you're talking about from like 1994, 1995, all the way to now, them still making music. Um, and good music. Yeah, really, very, very good music. So. To me, to me, it was even. <clears throat> I didn't see any. I didn't see any reason to like pick a side. To me, I just wanted to enjoy the music, which I did. But it really did me as a producer. It made me want to get back on my R and B vibes, especially after hearing, uh, you know, Dark Child again. Like one of my favorite producers, Timbaland, of course, one of my, like my all time favorite. But Dark Child is up there also. So to hear yeah. his music. And his influence on their music again, it was it was very refreshing to me. Oh, absolutely. So I enjoyed it. I miss Brandy not being on auto tune. Yeah. Can I say this? Can I say this about her new album? Okay, so for all that actually did listen to her new album, B seven, um, musically, as a producer, musically, I enjoyed the album. Vocally, to me, it was over um, over processed. It was too much, um, too much, re- too much. Uh, not reverb. I'm thinking about the other word. Too much uh, auto tune and everything. And she doesn't need it. She she doesn't because of na- her natural voice is amazing. So for me, I just I felt like if they allowed her to sing straight and sing yeah. with clarity, to me, it would have been a great album. But auto tune was invented for those people who can't really, really sing. Right. Because it hides a world of hurt. Like it, it'll it cleans it up a lot. Right. But when you can really sing, you don't need it. It's a waste. No, not at all. I mean, don't get me wrong. It it works. But it should be so, sparingly. I would say I was going to say it works for me, for people that can sing. It works for certain type of songs. Yeah. And for certain uh, certain pieces like ad libs, I would say, or like um, or like strong parts of their verse, I would say, mm-hmm. but not throughout the whole song. Like to me, that's Over to there. me that's too much. It's way too much. So, mm-hmm. like I said, I, I liked, I I loved it musically. Too much processing on her vocals for me, but that's just me. Um, I agree. She doesn't need it. No, she doesn't. But the one thing, the one thing that made me laugh the most was when they talked about the white shoes. Listen, that was you know? that was church ready, church, church mother, white yes. wedge heels. She like church mother usher boy. And somebody, somebody took a screenshot from the IG page and uh, photoshopped, photoshopped them shoes. In. 
Those shoes bothered me then. Right. They still bring it back now. I'm like, who was the stylist that but did this she, to if, this baby? But if, but if she did find them shoes and brought them on to Versus, I'd I was, have died. I was gonna crack up. It's gonna be great. I was gonna crack up, but yeah, that was that was Monday. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for suffering through because I sang every last one of them. She really songs, did. I was trying to enjoy it, and he did. Um, I was in. I was on key. You were. You was in key. You knew the words. Bless you. I, I ain't messed it up I, too much. No, you're not. <laughs> but I just, you know, I. I did. I'm shut a, up. I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm a hush. I did shut up. I'm a hush. It's safer. <laughs> he be suffers quiet. through so much. I'm, I'm not going to tell y'all what it is. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm a singer. I know you are. And you know I'm a producer and a sound engineer, so and it comes with the territory. Listen, we're going to let it slide. Now, if I wasn't one of those things, it might be different, but mm-hmm. I can tolerate it because trust me, I have heard worse. What you trying to say? Not from you. Oh, praise. I was like. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, period, because you know what I do. I'm like, we need to step away. I have heard worse. <laughs> Trust me. Yes. We don't need to step away from nothing. You know what I'm talking about and who I'm talking about. There's plenty mm. of them. But anyway, let me stop throwing shade. We're trying to be nice. Um, <laughs> moving forward. Um, oh, you, the so, Fresh Prince reboot. Yes, so. You just went right into it. I was gonna have an intro for it. Anyway, we saw <laughs> we saw that uh, there's gonna be a, a spell one time special Fresh Prince reunion um, on HBO Max, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, which I I've been waiting for years for because that was always on one of my uh, favorite sitcoms yes. growing up. I just uh, have one gripe though. James Avery. Well, no, because he went home to be with the Lord. As that's beyond our project. But I want the original Aunt Viv. Oh, of course, yeah, of course. You can't have the reunion without the original Aunt Viv. Now I know their relationship ain't the best. Have they worked out their differences? We don't know. Probably not. But the point is, she was my favorite. She was. She was classy with just enough hood (laughs) to make it work. I will say this: if you had that kind of money, that would be you. Facts. I'm not even. There's no argument here. No, it's not. Because I like legit. If I was to pick out a uh, a celebrity, um, you know, like a part for you, it would be Aunt Viv and um, Claire from uh, Cosby Show. Listen, I love Claire. So I just especially those, when like, she start going off. Those are your. That's your lane. Like that's legit. Who you would be. Thank you for the compliment. I feel good as a person right now. <laughs> I got compared to Claire Huxtable, the original Aunt Viv. Yeah, because we we all know where the light skin came from. And nobody addressed it. It was nobody. weird. Nobody. It just went straight. In. No, they did address it on the show. They did with Jazz. I thank him <laughs> because everybody else is acting like, so like he just, didn't. Y'all just go on act like this didn't happen at all they ain't even try and find anybody who closely resembled they just grazed off nope completely different shade of color different demeanor and everything and i was like it was not the same how 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 
Like her personality is different. Everything. I'm so confused. Just like when they uh, did um, the same thing on Family Matters. For the last. Yeah, I think it was couple. the last last two seasons. I think it was. And it wasn't that wasn't the same. It just the the chemistry was off. Like and of course, like further down the line, we figured out why that happened, mm-hmm. um, which is understandable. But uh, it was still at the time it was odd because I came back to, came back to the TV for the new season. I was like, "Who this? I don't know who that is. Thought it was an auntie or something. Right? She disappeared like Judy did. <laughs> Went upstairs and never Went came upstairs back. And never came back. I was like, didn't they have a sister? And then we found out what that was about, but we're going to leave that alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited to see it. Um, it's supposed to air around Thanksgiving, which is cool. Which is cool. I mean, do I really feel like paying for HBO Max? No. Ah, nah. Hopefully, we'll have a free trial around that time. Something. But so maybe, have maybe, to gather maybe. With some friends with HBO. Or maybe we can, I can get it with the subscription because, you know, we got HBO at the house. So Okay. We're going to we'll work see. that out. We'll see. We will see. Yes. But, yeah. So, um, so okay, okay. So, I hate to bring the mood down. But, of course, last weekend, I believe it was Saturday. Um, no, it was late Friday night. Um. We found out that Mr. Jackie Robinson, Mr. Thurgood Marshall, Mr. Black Panther, um, Chadwick Boseman passed away um, on Friday. And it was very shocking, to say the least. Yes. Because um, I, I, I had just got done watching TV, so I was scrolling through Twitter and I was uh, just scrolling through the timeline and everything like that. And I saw a sports reporter that I follow had retweeted the official statement from his Twitter page. And I was like, you can't be serious right now. Um, because it was sudden. Um, and of course, with everything going on right now, my first mind was like, oh, crap, it was COVID. And we didn't know that was not the case. No. Um he had been battling colon cancer for the past four years. I will say this. Um, there are aspects about how he was looking that reminded me of my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um, because he also battled um, colon cancer when I was really little. But he, it, of course, cancer can reoccur later on. Right. And it did when I was in college. So the, the look of what that looks like, anybody who's had a family member who's um, suffered from cancer knows what that looks like. And he looked ill to me. I wasn't going to pinpoint what it was. I know he's a very private person mm-hmm. um, and he would never, it's it's his business. Like right. he didn't have. We're not entitled to know what was going on in his personal life. Speaking of entitled, we're gonna get to that later. But mm-hmm. go ahead. But the fact that he did it with such grace mm-hmm. and put out still quality work the entire time yep. speaks highly of the type of person that he 
was. And I, for one, was just taken aback because if we're to be honest, 2020 has been on some new next level foolishness. So Mm -hmm. just hearing that someone so impactful had been um, passed away shortly after another police shooting and everything the week before. Mm -hmm. And then this kid running around with an semi-automatic weapon, killing people in public. It's a lot like emotionally for this year. I think it's the most taxing emotional year I've ever experienced in my life. And I've been through some things like there, there was a period in time there because I come from a really, really large family, um, which means it's cool when you have a large family and you have celebrations and stuff, but it's also um, a lot of losses at the same time. If there's, you know, going on. So for a, a track there, we had a lot stuff going on emotionally a lot of losses suffered by my family as a collective but this year yeah this year's been i think ridiculous there is no way i could have mentally prepared or anything for all of the emotional blows that we've suffered this year right and um hearing about that even though i don't know Chadwick or did not know him personally. Mm-hmm. It's like, God, darn, why couldn't they snatch somebody who was trash? Right. So, uh, good I'll, people. So, not to pass over uh, the other two uh, black men that passed because um, we know death comes in threes. <clears throat> so, you had like all through it in the entertainment world, one in Hollywood, two in basketball, mm-hmm. the other two being uh, Cliff Robertson, former basketball player um, that I used to watch growing up as a kid, and also uh, former um, Georgetown head coach uh, John Thompson, yes, um, who was head coach of Georgetown University, uh, coached plenty of Hall of Fame uh, NBA players, Alonzo Mourning. Uh, Patrick Ewing, Allen Iverson, um, those two also passed away over the weekend. And it was literally, I think it was literally Friday, Saturday, Sunday that it happened. Um, the whole three-day weekend. But it just, it's, so for for Chadwick's passing, it, uh, it changes, it changes your perspective about him and what he went through to make these movies that he made during that time period, because they said when they found out about it, it was in stage three. Um, and it yes. was progressing into stage four um, before he passed. And all the movies he did, the the civil war, um, the Avengers movies, his own black Panther movie, um, 21 bridges, the five bloods, like all of these movies that he did while still having treatment, just shows how much courage this man had, how much strength he had, um, the determination to 
put these movies out even though he's sick and also on top of that keeping it private like for his family and his people around him his circle were dope were great to keep that private because it's not something that needs to be known yes um because that's his own personal life that's his personal business but because he's in the spotlight people you know think that oh i like why like the one one of the things i kept hearing was Oh, why didn't he say anything? He doesn't have to. He's not obligated to tell people what's going on with him in his personal life. And I think that's the that's part of the problem with society today is that we don't know how to keep things private. We put a lot of things on social media about our private life that don't need to be shared. Like, it's okay letting people know what's going on with you, but the way we do it today is garbage. And it's led to that mindset of, oh, he should have said something. That's not the case. He didn't have to, and he didn't need to. So I'm happy that he didn't take that route. Um, um, I think his his circle was was quality people because it was. if you look at all these other celebrities and the people around them, some source is always leaking their information, yep. and those people those those are the people that you do not want in your circle, right. To know a thing. I mean, but he 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 impacted so many people and he impacted the african-american community so much and not to discredit any of the other movies that he did but him doing black panther and how our community responded to having a black superhero on film in a major movie um his own, not just his, not just the other movies he was in as like cameos, but have his own, have our own black superhero film, like the joy on kids' faces when they found out they were going to Black Panther, all the Kente cloths, all the the dashikis and everything that we bought just to go watch Black Panther. Like I think we went to go see it like twice in theaters. Um, so like the impact that he had on film and. You know, just in people's lives, especially those that he visited, those kids he visited in the hospital while he was sick himself, um, was speaks volumes. It's, it's it's courageous, and like I said in my post about him, I was like, I I hope I can have at least half of the courage and the strength that he did, um, and the sex that we had to say talk about him in past tense, mm-hmm. um. But it's it was definitely uh, disheartening to hear about that. Of course, it was an amazing artist. Mm-hmm. Um, just thinking of all of the icons that he put up on screen and took the time to study and get their mannerisms and everything down was phenomenal. Yeah. And it was really good to see him transform into these characters and just enjoyed all of his work. His body of work was great. Yeah, same. So this other subject um, that took me for a little loop, but I'm not now that I know about it, I'm not super shocked. But the audacity. Um, the prosecutors for Breonna Taylor's 
um, murder offered her ex-boyfriend a plea deal to lie of course they and did. say that she was a part of some drug ring to try and cover up what they did. And we still have no arrests for the cops who murdered her. Um, just they offered to reduce his prison sentence from 10 years to like, I think, just probation or something like that. Yeah. You know, what the sad part is. Is that. They issued a no knock warrant. Apparently, they're they, still doing that. By I the know. Way. They went into this girl's apartment like two, three o'clock in the morning in plain clothes. Um, and then you come in there. They as terrorized this woman before, and you and you kill her in her own home. She had no idea that these were cops. Because, be, no, neither one of them did. So that's why the boyfriend retaliated the way he did. Because two or three o'clock in the morning, you think of somebody's breaking into your house. Of course, you're going to try to defend absolutely where you live and 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 who you're with and yourself. So but everything they did has been uh, despicable. Yeah, They're horrible, bad. horrible people. And then they want to turn around and lie. And then on top of that, the person they were looking for was already arrested before they did that. They had that person in custody. So they felt that it was okay to to lie, to manipulate, to falsify information, um, and go to this girl's house this early in the morning, shoot, a, shoot her boyfriend, and kill her. And of course, they catch all this heat for it because it is wrong, it's wrong and they know it's wrong and they don't care because they believe that they're the law. And this is that's one of the problems I have with uh, with cops. But now you want to turn around um, and have her can't really say widow because they weren't married, but um, have the boyfriend turn around to try to lie. No, this was a, di- a different dude. So it must have been the one before. Yeah. Okay. So the ex try to have him say that she was part of some drug ring when she wasn't. This is the thing. The fact that it's coming from the prosecutor means that he is also trash. Yeah. And all of these people need to be scrapped and it needs to go to a completely different area because they're all compromised. Right. And I think the one, the one, um, the one thing that's not helping this case, of course, we want the officers arrested, and they should be. We know who they are. We've seen their faces. We know their names. They all look like edits of the same person. <laughs> they I've do. seen their pictures. I, I have, too. But the thing is, though, is that they had no body cameras, so there's no footage. And that's the one thing that I've heard myself is what's holding this case up is because there is no visual evidence of what happened. Um, Cause the neighbor said they didn't hear any announcement of police. Um, so they're not going to believe all of these people over these cops who did a trash move. The it, whole neighborhood. It, is 
telling the same story. But you know they don't want to believe it because if if that lets me know not not only are those cops, but the police chief is also um I need to go federal and not to them. Right. It's he's also part of the problem. So that's part of why this is going on so long. Nobody no no camera footage is why part of why this is going on so long. Um the fact that you felt that doing that whole process was okay and you 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 uh took the life of an innocent black woman who was I believe she was an EMT or a nurse or something like that or in training or whatever, mm-hmm. like a first responder and an essential worker. Like I just like they they get no sympathy for me. And if you and if you feel that these officers are in the right, you're part of the problem also. I just got to say that. I don't think anybody feels that they're in the right though. But I'm pretty sure there are some people that are. Mm. Especially with the times Those right like now. The it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> but um uh trash. It is. But it I is. just saw that story and I was like they just keep digging this ditch deeper. Oh, can't yeah. stand y'all. Just and and then their their excuse was that it was a part of the, um, I guess preliminary. Like that wasn't the final plea deal. So they were just trying to put together something. And I'm like, it this doesn't, doesn't make the, it the better. Fact, the fact that it was even included. The fact that it, that thought crossed your mind and you put it on the paper. Right. But moving on from that, mm-hmm. what have you been bumping in your car? PJ Morton dropped a new <laughs> gospel album. He did, and I would just like to say I'm a I'm a huge PJ Morton fan. Mm-hmm. Like I I love him, and the fact that he went back to his roots on this, yeah, I'm I'm I, I like the fact that he great. included conversations with his dad about how I got started and his influences and everything like that. And of course the lineup that he had as far as features was crazy. Man, I I just appreciate that um he stayed true to him this entire time. Mm-hmm. Cause all even his like non Christian stuff is just oh, all of it is dope. Deep in but you could tell like the start the foundation mm-hmm. is church yeah, of course them transitions that's churchy oh, yes <laughs> but i love it all the it. way through and that pocket that only church musicians can get mm-hmm. because it's like they had to learn to back people up for forever yeah <laughs> especially if it's during revival right my lord church has produced some of the best musicians mm-hmm. and most well-rounded because they've been through some things right pj is one of the one of the best and yeah. i'm enjoying this album i've been listening to him and also molly music dropped a new album he did i've been listening to that i know it's a range but i <laughs> i've enjoyed molly i've been waiting a long time for him to drop something new yeah and um he gave us we got a little snippet um when they did the recording for um tbn mm-hmm. at, um for our pastor 
We got a little snippet. And then he was also on Jonathan McReynolds' album. Yep. And I was like, oh, okay. He just going to be doing features now. That's all we getting. Then he finally came but then out he with just dropped the album. album again. So and we know some of the people who helped yeah. do it. So it was great. It was glad to see him back in the music scene. Um, yeah, because he, he, I know he's been away for a little while, dealing with you know his personal things. But glad to see him back. Glad to see him. You know, putting out music, quality, putting out music and everything. But um, <clears throat> the one last thing I want to talk about. Um, and this go this ties back into the uh Chadwick Bozeman um situation that we yes. brought up earlier. Um this is another installment of I Can't Stand You and who I can't stand are entitled people. Correct. Um to feel that you are supposed to know everything about somebody or that you're supposed to um achieve something at, or that you're supposed to um receive something or you're supposed to get these accolades everything like that like the fact that you think that highly of yourself um bothers me a lot um and the reason i brought it up is because it my spirit the reason i brought it up especially with chagwa bozeman's death um i heard plenty of people saying Oh, why didn't he say anything? Why did he keep it private? Like why and and the fact that you feel that he needed to? It was that and they were talking trash about his appearance. Yeah. So if you look at the previous posts that he did on Twitter, he, this man had to turn off his comments because people were saying he looked like he was doing drugs and all mm-hmm. kinds of other things. And if he was, like what how is it benefiting him for you saying so? Right. Um, I'm a huge proponent of we are not, we don't ever know the full scope of what someone's going through. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what they're suffering from. And adding to whatever it is they're going through doesn't make it better. You're helping to make the situation worse. Right. So this man was fighting for his life still posting positive things online still doing movies still visiting kids in hospitals felt like they had the right to go on his post and say the most trash stuff about him because they're in the safety of their home behind a computer and i feel like the people people get super bold when they're um at home when there is no immediate consequence at this um in the safety of their home behind a computer and they feel like it's okay to say things they lose all decorum for how they're supposed to act in society how right. you're supposed to conduct yourself as a person they lose all compassion they lose all kinds of things that make you a decent human being mm-hmm. and say things and i just felt like the fact that they said he and to stop them from saying things like this, he should have told us what was going on. Yeah. Like the, fa- the fact that you think that, or you feel that, um, these celebrities, um, need, you need right. Oh, you anything need to tell you what's going on in their life just because you want to, it's really people want to gossip. 
people, Absolutely. People, people, people like drama. They want to gossip. They want to talk about people. Um, but at the same time, it's like you you sit there and you think just because you um, pay money to go watch them movies or stuff like that, that's your choice. You don't have to. Correct. Um, because I've heard that used uh, in a lot of things. Well, I pay your salary when it comes to either policemen or, or, or sports entertainers or anything like that. Like, they don't owe you anything. You don't have you don't you don't dollars. have to you don't have to support them. Keep You're your choosing dollars. to. Um, so for me, I I don't like those kind of people at all. Um, the world does not revolve around you. Um, and for you to feel like it does tells me what kind of person you are, and I'd rather not deal with you. Um, and it goes back to what I said in the first episode that people are trash. Yeah, for the most part, some. Like some. This is part of that problem. Yeah. Like entitled people, people of the like trash like why is it so hard to be a decent human being we're so we're so drawn to negativity um and it's 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 draining like it's so hard to be it's it they make it hard to be a good person and when you are or you don't you don't do things the way they would like for you to do they look at you and 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 um I never subscribed to them people anyway. I've no, been disliked for a long time. Not at all. I've been comfortable I mean, with it too. <laughs> but you don't like me. Oh, okay. How you sleep with the fan on? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um I think I'm gonna end, I think we're going to end it right here. Uh I think today was a good episode. We covered a lot. Um Yes, it's current events and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Now we'll be back uh next week. Of course, with new episodes, new conversations yeah, and, and stuff. I actually, I'm actually going to talk about cancel culture. Oh, we got a subject? Yes. Okay. Cancel culture and why I can't stand it. We'll save that for next week. So basically next week is just the whole episode is I can't stand you. <laughs> and it's about cancel culture. Um, but yes, yes, make sure y'all go follow us on Instagram, Fundamental yes. PC. Email us fundamentalpc at gmail dot com. We're also on Facebook. Yeah, fundamental fundamental Fund. fundamental PC. Um, we did a live Facebook live last week, um, and I think we're gonna do that some more. Yes, just to I get in between episodes just to say hey to the people and you know talk to you one on one and absolutely interaction. Yeah, leave your comments there. Email us. Tell us what you want us to talk about. We're open to suggestions, so don't feel yes. like you just have to listen to us and just listen to what we're talking about. Give us your input. Give us your feedback. Um, and that is it for this episode. We'll see y'all yes. next week. I'm Brandon. I'm Jessica. And this has been the Fundamental, Fundamental Podcast. Podcast. Peace Bye out. Y'all.